You know, Hannah, sometimes I worry about how ingrained the podcast and the things that we have watched or listened to or eaten have become like a part of our lives in a way that I wouldn't have thought. To some to some point, yes. Okay. So I did tell Hannah about this, but I thought it was worth sharing. So I have been taking melatonin recently. And if you've never taken melatonin, one of the like side effects is that you tend to get more like dreams that you remember. Not necessarily like more intense dreams or like memorable dreams, I guess is the way that I would phrase that. So a couple of nights ago, I had a dream. I was at a tattoo parlor and I, on my leg, had two tattoos. I don't have tattoos, so these were tattoos in my dream world. They're pretty big pieces though, like pretty large. And the tattoo artist is like, you know, you have this like nice open spot right by my knee. So it was like half on my knee and then like under my kneecap onto my leg. Um, And they were like, yeah, you've got this great open space. So you know what would go great there? If you got the cross that Dominic Toretto wears and has in the Fast and the Furious movies. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I woke up and I I guess I got this tattoo because I remember seeing it on my leg and I was like, whoa, look at that. It looks great. This like black cross. And and then I woke up and I was like, why? (laughs) One, I would never get a a cross tattooed on myself just in general. If I was going to get a tattoo, it would not be a cross. Two, the fact that it was specifically Dominic Toretto's cross, Vin Diesel's cross from Fast and the Furious. And I was excited about getting that tattoo. Like I was in, I was like, that sounds great. And I got, was concerned, Hannah. I woke up and I went, oh my God, like what is, what's happened to me? I just was on board. It's a little scary, honestly. Yeah. You're obviously a super fan, so. Mm-hmm. I am a Dominic Toretto stan. That is true. Truly. You love Daddy Dom. Oh no. I hate that. that, I, hate that. I didn't mean for that to come out like that. But. I hate that a lot. Uh, the other thing that happened today, Hannah, is I like spill a lot all over myself. It just happens a lot. I remember one time I made this real, like breakfast. I like made toast and eggs, you know, the works and fruit. And I set everything up, had my coffee. I took one sip of coffee, immediately choked on it, and then just spit my coffee all over my breakfast. So just like everywhere and I was like cool great today I was doing a little grocery shopping just had to get a few things and I got a an unsweetened tea which I do a lot our our mom growing up her drink was usually unsweetened iced tea and it had to be unsweetened you know and that's always been cool and iced tea's always been fine but I don't know what happened in the last year I just only want to drink iced tea unsweetened iced tea where I go to Meyer and I'm like, I want to get myself a little treat and I want to get an iced tea that's unsweetened with no like added flavor, just tea, just cold tea. Oh, a little cash, little baby cash. So this bottle, this like type of bottle, um, I got in my car, I opened it up, I went to drink it. And you know, when you like, something goes wrong with the suction and it like, your mouth like goes into the bottle. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, 
My first drink, I, I must have suctioned too hard because I, I I released the bottle and it exploded in my face because it was a full thing of tea. It was just like tea everywhere. Like, hopefully no one saw that because I was like, oh my God, like I just got this drink. Like I just wanted to take a nice drink of iced tea and I immediately just like spilled it all over myself. It was very upsetting. Yeah, I would imagine so. I got this, um, we went to the Easter market and I got this ginger oh, yeah, pineapple like a, lemonade. Yeah, it was a tea. I think it was a ginger yeah. ginger pineapple tea. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, we got shawarma. It was delicious. Well, uh, unfortunately, I texted Alyssa a couple of hours later. I threw up. <laughs> oh, you did end up throwing up? I did up? throw up. Oh. I felt so sick. I felt like I had the worst acid reflux. It was just like pure... It was probably the garlic. Yeah, I would just like yeah. burp and it was just pure acid that was coming up. Um, I ended up throwing up and I felt a lot better. So that was I great. guess that's good, but also not at the but same yeah. time. yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. I enjoyed the shawarma. Oh, okay. I mean, it was good shawarma. Yeah. But I think I'm going to not have shawarma for a while. I think, Hannah, it's probably onion garlic. They did go heavy on the onion and garlic. Yeah. And as someone like yourself who is more prone to acid reflux than maybe the average person is. Right. Can't. My soft little stomach can't handle it. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe plan to have some Tums or Pepto if you have shawarma again. Yeah. You know? But yeah, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. You know, sometimes you just eat shawarma and you throw it up. Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. This is co-host Hannah. This is co-host Alyssa. And we are here with our first variety hour of the year. Have we ever done more than one a year? We're here with our variety hour of the year. (laughs) Yeah, I thought this is our third variety hour. Yes, it is. For our third installment. I forgot that we haven't, we do one a year. Okay. Yes. I was a little confused. You got you got me a little confused there, but yeah. Technically, you were also right. It just it was our first one yeah. in twenty twenty three. Yeah. So I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but okay. It <laughs> but will. Yeah, semantics. It's fine. Anyways, yeah, we're back with another variety hour. Sometimes we just like to take a little break and just do some more mini games, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. We like games. Yeah, we like games. We like competition. We like getting to be creative in like a maybe a little bit of a different way than the way that our episodes usually work. Yeah. And then if we like things, we can bring them back or mm-hmm. not, depending on how we feel about it. Like this year, we have two returning bits, bits. segments, segments, segments. Maybe? Yeah, segments. And we have two new ones that we came up with. We do, and they could be terrible. Yeah. Who's who's to say really? Who's to say? But why don't we just jump into the first segment? Sure. Which is a returning fan favorite. From every year. And it's also one that we started on Variety Hour and now we have all of our guest hosts do prior to the beginning of their episode. Right, which is speed ranking. Right. Really gets you in the mood. 
really does. If you haven't heard any of our episodes where we've done speed ranking before, just to give you a little overview, what will happen is Hannah and I will ask each other to speed rank a category of uh, our choosing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So previous things we've ranked are like the characters of Sex and the City, Haichu flavors, uh, bits from the Amanda show. Those are just some of the ones from last time. We've also, when our guests are on, we ask them to speed rank things as well. But you have to do it in a quick, timely manner. Yes. You don't know time for thinking. Just go. Yeah. So we each came up with three. We did. Um, we also have a couple backups just in case because sometimes case. we think alike. I really, if you have any of these as your speed ranking, I honestly will be shocked. I would be surprised if you had any of mine too, to be but honest. But it's possible because, you, it, know. Uh, you know, we do sometimes have weird things. We have the same brain. So Yes. Why don't I give you one first? Sure. I would like you to rank TV parents. These are okay. specifically TV parents from Disney Channel shows. Okay. So I have four parents for you. We have Eileen Stevens, mom of Lois Stevens from the Even Stevens. We have Sam McGuire. Did you say Lois? <laughs> Lois? <laughs> I say Lois. I was like Lois Griffin. I was like my brain. I couldn't comprehend. I was like, who the who's Lois? I, you know why? Because it's it's spelled like Ren and Lewis, right? Yeah. No, no, no but it's spelled like L O U I S instead of like L E W I S. Oh, so I it mean, looks like okay. Lois, but it is Lewis. That's fair. Okay, Ren and Lewis Stevens' mom. Okay, right. AKA a political member. Oh yeah, she was tries uh, to was run she for po- senator. Politician, yeah, judge she's a politician. Or okay. Uh, we have Sam McGuire, who is Lizzie McGuire's father, the all well clueless dad. Was he like a real estate guy or something? Yeah, he was some sort of businessy real estate typical dad who doesn't know what's going on in their kids' lives, okay. but he means well. We have Victor Baxter, dad of Raven Baxter from That's oh, a Raven, and chef. he was the owner of the yeah. Chill Grill. Chill Grill chef, and then and then later head chef of the White House. Yes, with his mm. son Corey. And then we have, last but not least, Carrie Martin, a single mom who raises two sons, Zach and Cody, of Sweet Life, Life. Zach and Cody, and is also a singer for the hotel. Singer. I just spelled singer. Yes. That's embarrassing. Those are the four I'm having you rank. So take a little time and figure it out. You're not giving me uh, Mala Stewart's dad? Mala Stewart's pappy? Yeah, let's throw on, um, what's his name in the show? Uh, I think it's just, isn't it Billy Ray? Isn't it his name? Robbie Ray. Robbie. Robbie Ray. Robbie, Robbie Ray. Ray. Okay. AKA right. Billy Ray Cyrus, actual Miley Cyrus's dad from the Hannah Montana show. Okay. I'm embarrassed I know it's Robbie Ray, but I just watched the two guys react to the Hannah Montana movie, so. That's fine. Am I ranking them on how good of a parent they are? Like, what's I was the- kind of thinking, like, how good, how present of a parent they are. But okay. you can also just rank based on personal. Or, as a, or just as a character themselves. Right. Okay. So I, to be honest, I really can't remember a lot about um, the mom from Even Stevens. Fair. I'm going to put her last. I think she's probably a good parent, but I genuinely, I can't really remember anything about her other than in the movie when they're uh, fighting each other. So that's not really a good light of a parent, right. you know, in that. Fair. Uh, Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. So I'm going to put her as last. I think fourth, I'm going to do Robbie Ray. 
Because any stage parent who is letting his daughter, you know, daughter be a massive singer as well as, like, try to, like, have two lives, like, the psychological damage that would do to a teenager is honestly kind of concerning. And we kind of saw that in real life. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not in exactly the same way, but still. Also because he also was, like, trying to do his own singing career as well, so I feel like pushing your child into something that maybe, maybe they didn't want to do. Right. Number three, I'm going to go with Sam McGuire. I think that he is a good dad. I don't think that he is by any means a bad parent. I think, though, that he is a clueless dad um, and plays that trope, I mean, as well as one could. Right. But it, it is kind of like you have a teenage daughter and it's like, oh, I don't know anything, right. you know? Like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I specifically the episode that I think of is when she wants to buy a bra and she's just mm-hmm. like screaming about wanting a bra and her dad's just like <gasps> he's like bras the horror <laughs> how dare you fine dad typical midwestern dad right. I would say not that I don't even think they lived in the midwest but he had that mm-hmm. whole like I'm involved but only to a certain extent type right. of parental uh situation so number two this is actually, this is probably the hardest. Yeah. These two have a hard time, with, but I'm going to put Carrie Martin as second. I respect her ambition in terms of having a career while also providing for her kids. Because, yes, Mr. Mosby hates those little fuckers because they just run around his hotel and causing mischief. And she's not watching them because she is working. So they're kind of like raised, at, you know, in the hotel they don't necessarily have a parental figure there 24-7, but she is involved. She, like, wants to be involved in their lives, wants them to have a good life, and is, you know, does what she can. So I can respect that, that, you know, she's a single mom doing her best. We respect that. Number one is going to be Victor Baxter, because I specifically remember him being a really big role model for Raven in that show. Um, and I remember him being very involved and, like, generally I feel like was the parent dad generally gave her most of the parenting advice what was raven's mom's name she was gone from like the last season she left in like like. season three yeah so she wasn't even in the whole show but i feel like her dad was very like supportive of her and like respected her and i felt like they had a good bond and like wanted what was best for her yeah so i i liked him the best okay all right. Um, I will give you because we're talking about TV shows. I also had a children's show ranking. So Hannah, I would like you to rank the kids next door. I almost did that. Did you really? I almost wrote it That's down. Funny. I didn't. So if you need a reminder, yes. There's number one, whose name is Nigel. He is the bald child who wears sunglasses. He's got a little red shirt on. Uh, number two is Hoagie. He wears like a like a pilot hat. It was described in his Wikipedia page as being overweight, <laughs> like a blue shirt. Uh, number three is uh, Kuki. Um, she wears like the oversized green hoodie and is obsessed with like the equivalent of Care Bears. What's her name? Uh, Kuki. Kuki. K U K I. Kuki. Okay. Number four is a uh, Wallaby who is the Australian kid with the orange hoodie with, like, the bowl cut, is very, like, smarmy. 
And then um, number five is Abigail, who is the the tomboy with the red hat, um, blue shirt, and her older sister is one of like the, what are they, the teenage, evil teenagers. Yes. Okay. It's not because he's described as overweight, but Hoagie is number five. I just remember not always being the biggest fan of Hoagie. Like in terms, his name's Hoagie. His name's Hoagie. I just made that connection. I almost want to bump him up a spot just because of that, but um... I just remember, like, not having very much of an opinion of him. So I feel like in that case, I'm going to put him last. Mm-hmm. Number four, I'm going to go with Kooky. I think I was a fan, but the thing that holds her back is that she's not Australian, she's not a tomboy, and she's not Nigel. <laughs> so by elimination, she has to be fourth. You know, that's fair. Okay. Ooh. Number three is Wallaby. I love a good Australian. But the bowl cut, not a look. Even if you're Australian. I have to base this off of what I remember, and I don't remember very much. That's okay. I understand. Number two is Abigail. I was always a tomboy growing up, so I felt like I related to Abigail. And it was cool to see on TV. Number one is Nigel, because he was a bald bitch. Not in the way that uh, Caillou's a bald bitch, but he was like a boss bald bitch. She's not a little bald bitch. He's a boss bald bitch. No, he was like a a boss bald bitch. He was cool. That's fair. I hate to put number one as number one, but he was. Uh, That's pretty similar to what I would have ranked them, but I would have put number five as first. She was always my favorite. Okay. I would like you to attend the concerts that we've attended together. Okay. So, the concerts we've attended together are... Trained in Maroon 5. Right. Carrie Underwood. Of course, that's the first one I thought of. Uh, We the Kings slash Simple Plan slash State Champs. Okay. Jonas Brothers. Joe Bros. Billy Joel. Yeah, and it would have been... It would have been Lizzo, but... It would have been Lizzo. Yes. As far as I know, those are the only ones we've been to together. I think so. It's hard because, like, I've been to more concerts I was thinking of all the concerts I've been to... No, that should be it. I think probably last would be Train in Maroon 5. Not so much because I think it was a bad concert, but because I really don't particularly listen to a lot of Train in Maroon 5 anymore. I don't remember it being bad. I think it was also the first concert we went to, so it was fine. Number four, I think would be the Jonas Brothers. It was a really fun concert, but that is by far the loudest concert I've ever gone to in my entire life. And I was, I wish I had worn earplugs because it was so bad. Like my ears were ringing for like a good two days afterwards, which I don't think has ever happened before while I've been attending a concerts. Cause I've, I've been to a lot of concerts. Good concert, but way too fucking, way too loud. Yeah. Wouldn't do again. Third... I'm going to do We the Kings. Uh, it was We the Kings, Simple Plan, and I think State Champs State was Champs, the other yes. band that were there. It was a good concert. I liked the smaller venue. Of all the concerts we've been to, that's the smallest venue that we've seen a concert at. Because all yes. the rest have been at relatively bigger places. The venue's nice. That's where I saw uh, the Shrek rave was at that venue. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was during the week, so I had to like... Yeah, it was like... Yeah, it was like a, a weird day. Yeah, it was like a weird day of the week, so it was like kind of like I had to 
go right back to work or something like that. So, like, the timing of it all was kind of a little, I think, maybe just collectively as an experience, I'd probably put third. Second, I'll do Carrie Underwood. Mm -hmm. I've said it many times in this podcast. I'm not the biggest fan of country, but, however, that season of American Idol, all in on Carrie Underwood. We definitely voted for her. We called in on those American Idol lines. Uh, idol one, idol two, you know, we were, we were calling, we were on those lines. We had two phones at that point and we would both take one phone and then just keep redialing until we got through. And we do that for like 30 minutes. Yeah. After it ended. Yeah. And then we'd be told to go to bed. Generally (laughs) that's what would happen. But anyway, the great, so clearly because she won American Idol, great live performer, um, good show. She flew across the stage. Hunter Hayes was maybe, I could have done without him as the opening act i probably would have preferred somebody else but was a really good concert and i did enjoy it and generally enjoy her music but number one's always going to be billy joel it's never not going to be billy joel um you know he's one of my favorite artists in general and the concert had been delayed for two years due to covid and it was at comerica park which i'd never seen a concert there before and he somehow i don't understand how he's still so good live he's like 80 years old and he was like full-on belting like high notes and stuff and like he just kept performing he went for like two and a half hours yeah it was long just just him so i gotta commend it number one billy joel yeah i think my list would be pretty similar i would definitely do training move five last i think i would do i would do jonas brothers fourth and then i would do we eh, i liked we the kings a lot it's hard, yeah. I might do We the Kings 3, Billy Joel 2, Karen Rood 1, just one. because she was my favorite artist. And That's fair. They were it, good was also, and... it was also your, like, 16th birthday Yeah, it was present. fun. We also got to go alone, and our dad dropped us off. Yeah, so I got to go because I attended as Hannah's chaperone <laughs> right. for the, for the I evening. I mean, you were also underage, Yeah, too, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have to pay for but it. Yeah, our so dad dropped us off, it, yeah. and all the, all the dads waited outside the palace <laughs> to pick everyone up. How many people did we see that we knew from high school there? So like, many. Just, but do you remember when we got out and it was yeah. just all dads waiting outside their car? It was so many dads waiting to pick up their teenage daughters from the yeah. Carrie Underwood concert because yeah. no no parent wanted to go to that right. concert. You know what's surprising is there were so many dads at the Jonas Brothers concert. There were. There were a lot of parents there. And I was honestly surprised. I mean, good good yeah. for those dads, you know? Like, yeah. Where do you think Lizzo would have fallen? Oh, see, that's hard. Lizzo might have been second. Yeah. She might have been first, depending on... I do enjoy Lizzo's music. But you, also the live aspect, It also yeah. has to depend on the stage performance. Because, like, some peop- some like bands, it doesn't necessarily translate. Right, like Maroon um, 5. Like, right. Like, I, I really like The Strokes, but I know that they are notorious for not performing their big hits um, right. in concert. Like, they don't perform a lot of their bigger hits, and they're not really known for being, like, spectacular right. live performers. So I haven't really had a desire to go see them in concert. But if Lizzo had gotten out there with her flute... Oh, I just wanted... Yeah, the flute. <laughs> the flute. Well, next next time. Next yeah. time, when she releases her next album, we'll, uh, we'll look into going to that concert. Yes. Because I still... I would like to see her live. I would, too. The next one I'd like you to rank, in honor of the Barbie movie coming out this month, I would like you to rank the different types of, like, doll sets that we had. I, I say that loosely, doll sets. So, I'd like you to rank these things. Barbies, Sweet Streets, Polly Pocket, Littlest Pet Shop. Since we already covered American Girl, 
if you would like to include Bitty Baby, you may include Bitty Baby, but that's an optional one. Fuck yeah. Oh, so, those ones. We had other things, like, we had we had some Bratz, we had Betty Spaghetti, we had a couple other things, but those were, like, I feel like the big ones that we played with a lot growing up, so. Okay. Five is Little's Pet Shop, because I have horrible memories of Little's Pet Shop. <laughs> I thought you might say that. I was bullied, I wasn't allowed yeah. to use half the animals. Well, that was only at... Uh, an unnamed friend's but house. But it just ruined it all for me. I don't think they, li- I don't think they listen we'll to the podcast. Out. Yeah, I don't think they listen to the podcast. Okay. That's okay. Number four is Polly Pocket, only because it was so hard to put the clothes on. <laughs> it was the little... So I did Polly Pocket inclusive. So we had the old sets where they were like little tiny, tiny people. Tiny, but then we also had the bigger ones. Like stretch the clothes on. But either way, like the tiny ones were so tiny and you would just lose them. The little pieces. They were cute. They were fun, but only for so long. Can I ask you a question before you go to the next one? Yeah. I've had this discussion at work multiple times where people said that they would chew on the plastic clothes. Is that something that you did? No. Okay, I didn't either, and I was like, it was like multiple people said that they did that. And I was I like... Licked, I licked lip smackers. I... I did that. I didn't chew on plastic. Ew. Okay. Anyway, I just had to ask because I was like, I don't remember. I used to chew on um, pencil erasers once in a while. But I was like, I have to ask because I've had that conversation recently. That's weird. They're freaks. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Oh, this is hard. I'm going to go with Sweet Streets. I really like Sweet Streets. Sweet Streets was a lot of fun. I like that they gave you that map, that like sheet, and it was like a map. We had a ton of the different areas. Like, we did. It was fun. I remember there was like a classroom and there was a bus and it was it was fun. Two. I'm gonna put Barbie at two. We certainly spent a lot of time with playing Barbies. We had like an airplane. We had like all this different Barbie stuff. I gave a couple haircuts. Yeah, I did as well. I think I gave one of them a bob. I remember. Yeah. And Barbie Oops. was fun, and we had, like, the Barbie house, like, our dad. Yeah, Grandpa, our Grandpa, like, built, and my dad, like, think, built it yeah, or something. Yeah, I think like, they built us, like, a, it was, like, a three-story house. Right, it was, like, a custom. It wasn't, like... And then we also had, like, the Barbie, like, dream house that right. came with the pregnant woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like it was fun. I, I'm so biased to Bitty Baby because I was obsessed with Bitty Baby. Yeah. As a kid, like, I would carry my bitty baby around everywhere. It had, like, the bottle that somehow the liquid would go away. Magic. Who knows how. Truly magic. But, yeah, I loved bitty baby. It came with all the cute clothes. We had, like, a crib. We had all this stuff for bitty baby. And, you know, Melissa used to pretend we were a homeless <laughs> family. <laughs> Why did we think that was fun? Pretending to be homeless. We did it so often. We were like siblings and our baby was like our our younger sister. Our parents we were like, died. We were orphans. We're like the boxcar children. I think we just liked the imaginative yeah. of like, bo- I don't know. But I'm like looking back, I'm like, that's pretty terrible to like pretend that you're yeah. like impoverished, like yeah. for fun. I'm like, yeah. that's a little rough, but. But yeah, I loved Bitty Babies, so that would be number one. Yeah, that's fair. I think mine would have been pretty similar but i might have switched barbie and bitty baby because i remember playing with barbies a lot yeah oh see now here's the problem i have two that i'm choosing between okay so i would like you to rank an assortment of rom-coms i've selected okay these just happen to be rom-coms i've watched recently okay failure to launch 13 going on 30 27 dresses the proposal 
And I don't know, I don't know actually know if you've seen Sweet Home Alabama. I've not seen the whole movie. Okay. I've seen part of the movie, but I have not seen the whole movie. Let me swap that out for, let's do, oh, let's do uh, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Okay. Little, little Matthew McConaughey. You know what's funny is I put almost all of these on the wheel to spin. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were certainly rom-coms we watched quite often. Yeah, for our, our summary, quick summaries, I put multiple of these on here. Yes. Okay. Ooh, okay. I think probably of these, my least favorite is Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. I do like the film. I think it's like kind of a different take on like a Christmas story, you know, that whole thing. It's a, it's a common story, but told in like a different way. And I do like the cast, but it's not a movie that I would want to go out of my way to watch. It's more of like, oh, it's on TV. I'll catch mm-hmm. it where it's at kind of deal. I think the same thing kind of with Failure to Launch, where that is just, I've never sought out that movie, but for some reason, every single time we went on a trip, it was always on TV, so I've seen it tons of times, and I've seen it in chunks. I don't even know if I've actually seen it all the way through from start to finish. I've I seen, have, like, but... chunks, like, so many, but I'm, like, I've seen the whole movie just in, like, various amounts of time. Um, I think it's also another Matthew McConaughey yeah. uh, rom-com. Um, I do like the cast. I think it's an interesting premise. I think it mostly works. I think there's maybe some things that could be different or be a little bit better. But on the whole, it's pretty good. I think third, I'm going to go with 27 Dresses. This is also, again, another movie I've just seen on TV yeah. 800 times. I do particularly like the story on this one. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really fun idea, and I think the two leads have really good chemistry and work really well off of each other, and especially the side characters as well, I think work um, work really well collectively as a story. Um, plus, I just love James Marston, so yeah, who not to be unhappy. Oh, God, this is the hard one. This one, I, I was immediately like, this is where it's going to come down to. Here's what I'll say. Okay, I'm going to put the proposal as number two. And I'll say that because I think the proposal works better as a comedy than it does a romance. Where I think 13 going on 30 does like, if we're just going straight Mm rom-com, I think 13 and going on 30 does both the best. Um, Proposal is hilarious. I love the proposal. We've talked about that movie multiple times. You know, I think you had it as your favorite Sandra Bullock movie when I made you rank Sandra Bullock movies. It's a classic. I love it. There's so many great quotes, so many great things from it. But I think it works better as a comedy mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the the romantic aspect of it. And I think this, the like the story, the romance of 13 and 30, I think works better yeah. as a whole collective movie. Um, so I'll put that one as number one. Plus those Mark Ruffalo and uh, Jennifer Gardner's chemistry is so good. It's Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's a really well done movie. And yeah. it has Billy Joel in it, so. Right. In the soundtrack, so I'm gonna love that. Yes. And actually, I'll let you pick. Do you want to do something that you fear or something that you like? I'll do f- fear. Okay, okay. I would like you to rank, on a scale of most afraid to least afraid, experiences when you've been near heights. <laughs> so, Grand Canyon. When you were there recently, mm-hmm. um, the St. Louis Arch, the Sears Tower in Chicago, 
any theme park when we were children, just collective theme park, um, you know, roller coasters, anything like that. And then I was trying to think of a, a fifth one, and I couldn't think of if there was any other places where we were around. I don't know about Cliff. That Ferris wheel was kind of shitty. Oh, yeah, the Ferris wheel. How about that? Add the, yeah, add the Ferris wheel from um, uh, the pier. What was it? Santa Monica. Santa Monica, yeah. Okay. That'll round it out to five. All right, number five is going to be theme parks because I never horribly minded the heights because you went down so quickly. I always just shut my eyes going up like the roller coaster or like whatever height thing. Um, But it was over quick. Okay. You know, number four, I'm going to go with the Ferris wheel. As horrible as it was, I was sitting... Uh, at least there was a nice view and there was like multiple people in it. So it made me feel like more secure. And it was like a pretty sturdy like box as opposed to one of these coming up that was not at all sturdy. I felt sturdy in the Ferris wheel cart. All right. Ooh, see, this is where it gets hard. (laughs) I'm going to do three of the Grand Canyon simply for the fact that I did not get close to the edge. Um, I remember texting Alyssa. I told Alyssa that at some point I just kept backing up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i was did. like way way back um like i grabbed a tree you yeah like, so yeah, i i purposely anchor. did not get close to the edge because i knew i would like have an issue with it and i still got to see the view which was nice and my friend took photos so yeah number two is going to be the sears tower i um almost passed out um my mom forced me to stand in a glass box or sit near a glass box yeah so she could take a photo yeah, we, we did put those on social media. They exist. That was somewhat not a fun time. I did not enjoy that. I was so glad to be back down. Number one's got to be the St. Louis Dodge, just simply for the fact that's where I discovered I had a fear of heights. Also, the rickety elevator. Kind of scary. Because it, like, shifts as you get yeah. up further. And yeah. I just remember being up there, and that was, like, the first time. Like, I was young, so it was, like, the first time where I, like, understood what a fear of heights even was. I was like, why is everything, like, spinning? I think you would have been eight. Yeah. Because I was, it was after third, right. after fourth grade. So I think you would have, you would have been, like, nine. Yeah. Eight, nine, something like that. But yeah, so I feel like that was where my fear of heights originated. So it is, uh, it sticks in my mind. It, the original trauma. <laughs> the original trauma. Okay. Yes. All right. Great. It's a good one. Yeah. That's why I want to know if you wanted positive. My other one, I was going to positive, I was going to have you uh, rank some of the specific games from MXC. Oh, cool. My other two, I was going to have you rank the Hunger Games movies. Oh, okay. And then I was going to have you rank Childhood Store-Bought Cookies. Also good, too. Yes. Good options there. All right. All right. That is speed ranking. Speed ranking is done. Now we are getting into a new section. Yes. I don't remember how long ago it was we brought up. I think why. it was a couple of months. Letterbox, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I think we brought it up in maybe in February or March. Yeah. Somewhere around there, we mentioned that we had started a letterbox for right. um, our podcast. Yeah, we, we have one for our podcast. For people who don't know, Letterbox is basically like a it, movie, um, a way to rate movies, write reviews, a bit of like a social media aspect where you can like follow other people's lists and see what other people are watching and make like watch lists stuff like that so we thought it'd be fun to pick reviews off of letterbox that other people wrote read them out loud with no context and see if the other person can guess what that movie is just based off this review yes yeah so we each did four 
We just did four. Um, we have a couple backups too, just in case. Yes. I guess you could start this time and read one since I started last time. Okay. I think I want to start with this movie. Review? I'll read you one, and if you need a second one, because these are both very short, I have two really short ones. So I'll give you one first, and then if you want the second okay. one, I can give you the second one. I do have, like, a couple I had, like, a longer okay. and a shorter two. Yeah. My first film, I'd like you to identify Hannah, based on this review, written by Nicole. Absolutely formative movie for me. I think it's good for children to see movies where cool adults openly disdain shithead kids. Perfect chaos, still the best. Hmm. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> is it cheaper that doesn't? It is not, no. Oh. Huh. I have, like, movies in my head. Okay. Or if you want my second one, I can I give was thinking to you of, well. um... Wait, can you read it again? Yeah. Absolutely formative movie for me. I think it's good for children to see movies where cool adults openly, or sorry, openly disdain shithead kids. Perfect chaos, still the best. Disdain kids. I'm trying to think of movies where that, like, I'm trying to think of movies that, like, were made for kids more because it seems like it was, that's what it's geared towards. There's literally nothing coming to my head. Do you want the second one? Yeah. Okay. This is by... Reviewer Robert Franco. A cool movie about a recluse who eats a lot of candy and dunks on small children. Essentially how I see myself in 30 years. <laughs> Is it Willy Wonka? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. It's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate That's Factory. That's uh, The original one from the mm. set, 1970s. Yes. Yeah. I just, that first one was so funny, but I was like, yeah. I can't, you'll get it immediately if I give you that. So I wanted to give you an, a, one a little more abstract first. Okay. This is mine for you. Okay. Oh, sorry. This is by Tina. Tina. Okay. Okay. 2009, my parents decided to road trip the West Coast and they bought me a portable DVD player and some films. This okay. was one of them. Mind you, I hadn't seen the first installment, but that didn't stop me from seeing this back to back a trillion times. That's why, to me, this movie reeks of summer shenanigans, family misadventures, and nostalgia. Okay, so it's a sequel, and it was made after, or made before 2009. Summer Shenanigans. It really f sounds like a Cheaper by the Dozen 2 episode <laughs> of this. Okay, I was like, what do I think Hannah would pick a sequel to? The other, the other review is, I just thought it was funny, statistically at least one of these kids has to be a psychopath, I'm just saying. <laughs> thought about trying to get a cheaper than by the dozen review but i'm like you will get that immediately i, I was like cheaper the dozen two the reviews you were know so those good. movies someone said well. taylor lautner's best film <laughs> that's funny okay i think i'm gonna give you this one next okay <clears throat> this review comes from matt lynch deeply silly but kind of ingenious and f i think i pronounced that wrong ingenious ingenious and Ingenious, right? Like disingenuous, ingenuous. But Not ingenious. Yeah, ingen yeah, ingenuous. 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 <laughs> ingenuous? Disingenuous. Ingenuous. Ingenuous. Okay. Deeply, deeply silly, but kind of ingenuous, and fun enough to make me actively sad it's not better. Like, actually written or directed, in, in parentheses. Occasionally did, in fact, meet its aspirations and reminded me of blank, 
but if blank was done well by someone <laughs> better. Anyway, I'm a sucker for movies that make learning and knowing things, especially esoteric things, seem cool, even if the history or science or whatever on display is generally bo bullshit. And as much as I adore screen violence and general depravity, it's nice that Blank's history super freak doesn't need a gun. Hmm. <laughs> national treasure? It is national treasure, yeah. It's national treasure. It's like, what movie is history? I know, I was like, I was like, it's kind of vague, so it's not exactly, yeah. like, spelling well, it out. Well, I had other movies in my head. I was like, Jurassic Park, Jumanji, like. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. <clears throat> My next film. Okay. By Charles Van Doren. Shame on you all for not telling me to watch this sooner. Amazing and breaks my heart. The musical number is beyond words. Dad is such a dum-dum and frankly a toilet. I won't forgive <laughs> I won't forgive him for it. Can you read it again? <laughs> yeah. Shame okay. on you all for not telling me to watch this sooner. Amazing and breaks my heart. The musical number is beyond words. Dad is such a dum-dum and frankly a toilet, and I won't forgive him for it. The musical number. Is this Ferris Bueller? No. Okay. That's actually said, a good guess. It said musical number, yeah. implying that there there's There is only one musical I think only number. One musical. Uh, technically, there's two musical numbers. Toilet. Okay, so it's, but it's... Not the primary, like, it's not a musical right. in terms of, okay. Two musical numbers. Dad is such a toilet. But also it's a good movie. Because shame on you for not letting me see this sooner or telling me about it. Dad is such a, that, that part is throwing me off. The dad is such a toilet line. Because that implies that there's like a, like a, something wrong with a dad and a musical number. I can only think of the Austin Powers gold member. No. Because his dad is not there. And there's a musical number about his dad. Yeah. No, it's not that. Okay. Is it a movie geared towards children or is it? Yes. It's geared towards children. Yeah. Do you want another review? Sure. And so why was this so hard to damn find? And also, why was the only version we found in 240 pixels and the blurriest thing we've ever seen? And why do we watch the whole thing with a smile? Hard to find movie. So hard to find. That is, that's hard. Hard to find. That is a toy. I, I don't know. That one's throwing me off. I don't think I have anything. Okay. When I say it, it'll probably make sense. It is a movie. Maybe this will help you. It's a movie we've watched for the podcast. It's a movie we've watched for the podcast. Yes. Geared towards children. Yeah. Musical numbers, too. Life size? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, musical numbers yeah. and hard to find. I was yeah. like, it might be life size. Because people really okay. hate the dad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fair, you know? It's fair. I get it. This is from Branson Reese. Love this. Bummer of a day. So it was nice to throw on a movie I was obsessed with as a kid and be pleasantly surprised at how well it holds up. Funny as ever which is especially impressive blank years later after watching a sea of movies that mistaken that mistake referencing things with making you laugh. Beautiful designs and voice acting and the whole thing is animated so tightly. They either don't make them like this anymore or I stopped being 12. Okay, so it's some sort of 
animated movie. Beautiful design, voice acting. They don't make them like this anymore, so it must be a little bit older. Well, it depends how old a person is, but sounds like it's older. Let's do Finding Nemo. No, but you're on the right track. That's what I was kind of thinking. It's either Pixar or Disney. You're on the right. You're also you're in the right range of time. It's in that general time. I kind of assumed too. it was around okay. that time. Incredibles. Mm -mm. If it's Cars, I'm gonna throw up. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not Cars. It's also it's not Pixar either. Oh, okay. If that helps. Okay, that does. Because you've only guessed Pixar, so I, I was like, I don't want you to think I said on the right track and it only be Pixar. I thought you said track like Cars, like it was a hint. Oh no, no, it's not um, Cars. Mulan. No, but also bright time frame. <sighs> I'm trying to see if I have a another. Yeah, one. I'm trying to think. I, I'm like just gonna name off yeah. movies. Okay, here's another one. Ready? Yeah. Yes, I'm the guy who's never seen this before. It came out while I was in college, and I wasn't going to a lot of Disney movies back then. If it had come out 10 years earlier, or I'd been born 10 years earlier, I'm pretty certain this would have been my favorite Disney movie ever. It's kind of like Aladdin if every character were the genie. Kind of like Aladdin if every character were the genie? Yes. <laughs> I'm just more confused. Um... See, my problem is everything that's coming to my head is Pixar because we've done all the Pixar movies. I haven't. The last line, I, I'll just add it because I stopped too early. I, I scrolled too far. Just total silliness with inventive designs and slight gags. Or sight gags. I don't know. You give up. I, I, nothing's coming to my head except for Pixar right now. It's the poison, Hannah. The poison. What? The poison. Cusco's poison. Oh, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> like Emperor's New Groove. Poison. Yeah. I was like Snow White. I had, I had such a hard time finding any review that didn't quote this movie. Yeah. I was like trying to find ones that were like relevant. Yeah, you were like Milan was almost. I think it was like a few years before right. this came out. Like maybe two or three years. So you were yes. on the right track, though. You were there. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. I don't have the name of this person. I apologize. That's okay. Whiplash, but for the girls and the gays, and without all that annoying jazz music. So it's like the movie Whiplash. Okay. Could be Chicago. I'm trying to think of, like, like intensive training for something, but for the, for the girls and the gays, and not Whiplash, and not without, and without jazz. Okay. Chicago comes to mind. Burlesque comes to mind. Whiplash. Whiplash is about... Okay, let's see. Whiplash is about intensive drummer who's not on tempo. My tempo. So is it musical? Like, instrument theme still? But it's, like, similar in I style. I would focus more on the... The, like... The, the dynamic between the... Ooh, Black yes. Swan? No. Okay. It's not the dynamic. Like, it's okay. not like performative or like okay. musical, but like more of like the dynamic between like student teacher or like inferior. Yeah. Student teacher. 
for the girls, for the girlies. And the gays. And the gays. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to find another comment that won't, like, give it away. Yeah. I had a hard time with this one because all of them were, like, giving it away. Very specific? Yeah. Okay. Let me think. Oh, Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Okay. Okay. I yeah. got there. I got there. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, there's gotta be something. You know that's what? Like... When I read that comment, I immediately passed it. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? They got a point because it's like the dynamic between. You know Andy what's funny? Is I, I almost did go to Devil Wears Prada yeah. to find reviews. I didn't, I ended up not. The problem but... was all the comments were like, the friends and the boyfriend suck. And I was like, you wouldn't know it was Devil Wears Prada. And then a right. bunch of Stanley Tucci comments and a bunch of people saying how they thought that. Emily and Andy were lesbian lovers. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, so I'm going to give you one to start. And then okay. I can expand on it from there. But I thought this was, this made me laugh. So I wanted to give you this one first. All right. <clears throat> this is by Lizzie. When are we all going to acknowledge that this is actually a cautionary tale about what happens when you get into a relationship with a dickish nice guy type who only wants you because of his insecurities with a single status and this kind of relationship is not healthy at all? That could be so many movies. It could, um, So, but I thought it was funny that I wanted to yeah. start with that first. So all you think, and I'll pull up, I had another one. Huh. Insecurities, dickish man. I have another one if you would like it. Yeah, I have like a million movies in my head right now. Okay. Chick flicks be damned. I love this movie and I'm not ashamed. There's just too many things going on here that are pretty close to perfect. I can't bring myself not to love it. Its unique way it tells its story is probably what drew me into blank in the first place, starting at the end, jumping back. Oh, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the movies that popped in my head, but I had, like, every, like, so many rom-coms are just, like, the I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, it was very vague, but I thought it was, yeah. there were so many comments that were, yeah. like, this is just a bad relationship yeah. with the, like, nice, yeah, I was, like, it just made me laugh. That one was. I, like, yes. here's the top comment, though, Hannah, and I wanted to just pick this, but I was, like, I can't. The top comment, uh, or the top rated rating just says, roses are lead, violets are blue, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I was, like, I can't say that it's because so it's Im- immediately known. Yeah. But anyway. All right, that was my last one. Okay, here's my last one. Surprisingly emotional and melancholic with a nice ending, but otherwise not worth mentioning. All in all, a solid trilogy that will hopefully be left alone so so that it stays a three-parter. Hmm. Okay. It stays a three-parter. Can you repeat that? Yeah. Surprisingly emotional and melancholic with a nice ending, but otherwise not worth mentioning. All in all, a solid trilogy that will hopefully be left alone so that it stays a three-parter. Okay. So it's pretty shit except for the end. And melancholy. A three-parter. Hmm. What three-part trilogies? What trilogies are there? I don't know why I keep thinking Austin Powers. <laughs> it's not Austin Powers. I know. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Like, that doesn't match. But I'm like, what yeah. are... I keep thinking of ones that have more than three films is the right. problem. I'm having a hard time trying to... Oh, Madagascar? Mm-mm. Okay. That's a good guess. All right. 
Is it is it a uh, like animated or is it live action? It's animated. It is animated. Okay, that yes. helps a lot too. Oh, is it Cars? It's Cars Three. It's Cars. Okay, Cars right. Three. Cars Three. All right. Yes. I was like, there's got. I was like, it's because I was like, I was thinking like the Batman, like the Batman Begins, like the Dark yeah. Knight trilogy, and I'm like, but those are all good. Right. So that doesn't seem right. Okay. I did not appreciate the slander comments I saw in Cars. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not warranted. Sad. Sad. Okay. So All that right, was great. Letterbox. That was fun. That was Letterbox. Okay. We have another new one. Would you like to introduce this one? Sure. So I don't remember where I got this idea from. I th- Actually, you know what? I do. I was on Reddit and I read a headline that I thought was ridiculous and I took a screenshot of it. And then I... Um, asked Hannah if for our next Variety Hour, if we could find ridiculous headlines. Each of us, I believe, have picked three. We're going to present them to each other, and then we're going to rank those six in order for, I don't know, most ridiculous, or least to most ridiculous, or best, or like worst to best, however you'd like to do that, but. Yeah, how about I read one, you read one, we'll go back and forth. My first headline I'd have you know this is from the Oakland Press. Is it our, really? Our local... That's fantastic. Yeah. This is okay. the county we grew up in. It's the their paper. Okay. Man steals $500 of crab legs, drops them in parking lot while fleeing. <laughs> That's the whole headline. Okay. Man steals $500 crab legs, drops them Drops them in fleeing. parking lot while fleeing. I'm not surprised to hear that. No. Now some yeah, there's our like local newspaper. <laughs> it's insane. Has some of the most ridiculous headlines I've ever seen. I actually seen have in my two two of my things came from Oakland Press. Yeah, for some reason our local paper had the most ridiculous headlines all the time. My absolute favorite one, and I'll never find it, but I don't know what the, I don't know what the headline said, but basically somebody threw a box of um, pancakes or waffles, yeah. like a bridge. takeout box, off of the bridge by our house, and it hit a car driving below the bridge, and when they went to run their windshield wipers, they spread syrup everywhere, and then they couldn't see, and then they called the police. It's such like a <laughs> It's such have. a thing to do. Okay. The one that I have chosen to, to pick. Are you ready? <clears throat> Accident nearly turns trucker into human balloon. (laughs) What? Accident nearly turns trucker into human balloon. I don't understand what human Um, balloon is. A man, a trucker, slipped and fell onto an air compressor hose, went up his asshole, and started compressing, launching compressed air into him. Yeah, it started to bump. I felt the air rush into my body, and it felt like I was going to explode from Wait, my did foot. did he not have pants on? <laughs> when he fell, he <laughs> landed on the brass fitting, which pierced his buttock, and started to pump his body full of air. That would hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it would be, it'd be, Ow. like, incredibly, it's, like, full of gas. Like, your body is basically well, full of air. also the fact that it went up his asshole. Anyway, he didn't, he didn't die. Oh. He lived, but it could have been terrible. Yeah, he could have oh, easily exploded. Like, you, yeah, oh, just geez. too much air. Okay. Anyway, the headline itself, I thought, was ridiculous. Yeah, so. <laughs> just insane. So, yeah. Okay. This one's also from the Oakland Press. Okay. Woman suspected of robbing family dollar in Pontiac found hiding in bushes. 
bushes. You're in the bushes. Okay, so it's woman suspected of robbing family dollar found hiding in bushes. That one was like recent. It just happened That's because funny. I it came up on my phone. Okay, I just like this one because I think it's funny. This one is from Ohio. Of course. Mayor quits after saying ice shanties may bring prostitution. <laughs> Mayor quits after saying ice shanties for ice fishing. Just for clarification, if anyone doesn't know what an ice shanty is, may bring prostitution to the state. Of course. Yeah. Only in Ohio. Only in Ohio. It's last year. You know what? We have to do, we have to do a Florida one. I was looking for a Florida man one and I didn't find any I liked. I just like the description of this. Okay. <laughs> Nearly naked Florida man arrested after multiple hit and run crashes. <laughs> I'm like, what is nearly naked? So I looked it up. He had a tiny cloth over his dick. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say, does he have a sock on? What's the... No, he had like a Tarzan thing on. God. Okay, so it's near, nearly naked Florida man arrested after multiple hit and run crashes. Okay, multiple. Multiple that really, hit and run. That really yeah, brings he, he went on a together. spree before he got arrested. Okay, now this is the one that I saw that made me want to do this. Okay. Suspicious. Chef Boyardee can on wheels leads Chicago cops to shut down street. And there is a little picture what? of a Chef Boyardee can attached to roller skates. Oh my god. Do you see that? Yeah. Did they think it was a bomb? I think so. And the top comment was, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Okay. And I, I could not believe that that was a headline. Wait, Suspi- suspicious? Suspicious Chef Boyardee can on wheels leads Chicago cops to shut down street. <laughs> I I was aghast, truly. And then I was like, we have to do something. I have to do something with this because it's ridiculous. Uh, okay. Um, the one I did not, I had one extra one, was main woman punches bear that chased her dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other one I had as a backup is well, I had two I had two backups. Um one is woman accidentally joins search party looking for herself. <laughs> I think I've read that one before. I thought it was funny. And then the other one I saw that I was like, I don't even I don't know if this is actually true or not or if I've seen this one before. So it's like I don't know if this is like a made up one. But gay guy sorry, gay. Guy who says well, that, that, that that's context. Yeah. Guy who says God uh, <laughs> guy <laughs> let me start over. Guy who says God sends natural disasters to punish gays has his home destroyed in natural disaster. I've seen those two and I don't know if it's like a fake like I was yeah. like I don't know if that's actually real or not. Like it's hard to say. I think yeah. it's, so anyway, I didn't pick that one, but I thought okay. it was in good humor, so. Okay. We'll take a minute to rank yeah, to rank them. Okay. All right. Um I will start. Okay. Number six, I did the woman suspected of robbing family dollar in Pontiac hides in bushes. I just thought it was funny because of you're in the bushes. Yes. I also put that one as number six, but I thought that was funny. The yes. just that being hiding in the bushes nearby yes. as a means of escaping after <laughs> yes. robbing somewhere. Okay, number five, I went with man steals $500 of crab legs, drops them in parking lot while fleeing. I do like the image of a man fleeing with crab legs and dropping them. I, just think it's I mean, they're not, they're not cheap. Those are <laughs> no. expensive. That'd be a sad time. 
Um, number five, I went with the mayor quits saying that ice shanties will bring in prostitution because although it is a ridiculous headline, it's not like something out of the ordinary that right. I'm like. I just think it's funny that it's he just was funny. like, they're going to have their ice huts. You're going to bring in the prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> to Ohio. It's right. happening. Um, yeah. Number four, I did the mayor quits, um, uh, the prostitution one. I think it's the same. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny, but I also think it's like, it, it's believable because stuff like that is said and stuff like that yeah it's just the, it was the way it's written is funny yeah um number four i went with the florida man the nearly naked yes. florida man who uh was arrested after multiple hit and runs because yes. it's a florida man and just the the imagery of like the the fact that it's nearly naked it's yeah. like nearly headless nick or it's right. like what do you mean by nearly, nearly. naked like what yeah. is that what's the context of that i thought yeah was i funny. did number three nearly naked florida man just the fact that they had to emphasize that he was nearly naked he yes. wasn't fully naked and he wasn't clothed yep. he was nearly naked. he's nearly naked yeah so number three i did the human balloon <laughs> because it's not really funny but it is like horrific like the the somebody falling onto an air compressor and filling their asshole with air is horrific it's not like funny. could have easily died like that could have gone it's it's really not funny but just the the them saying human balloon is really like something it's a new zealand headline so i don't know if, if oh, they got like yeah it's new zealand this is from auckland new Can zealand you imagine being the reporter who came up with that somebody had to write that the man who that happened to and has to yeah. read that story. yeah he gave quotes to the like the article like he responded so oh, oh. okay number two was the same i had the balloon i just thought it was okay. really funny it's not funny but i thought the way it was written is funny yeah um, so number two, I actually had the man steals $500 of crab legs, drops them all while fleeing, because just that imagery is so funny. Just somebody carrying crab legs and then dropping them all. Like $500 worth of crab legs? That's a yeah. lot of crab leg. I Just the imagery of that, and especially like near where we grew up, yeah. I can just see it and it's funny. They probably were at like Papa Joe's. I was just you go to Papa Joe's or, Joe's or like, me, or, like Nino Salvaggio's yeah. and just like, yeah sprinting away with yeah. crab legs and it's funny oh okay number one i went with <laughs> suspicious chef boy d can on wheels I the chicago cops are shut down cannot believe that was a real article <laughs> it's so good i mean it's it accurately describes what happened but the fact that it happened who who did this oh my uh, god who did this ooh. i just it, i couldn't believe it i yeah i was like i have to do something with this yeah all right yeah so now we have Ooh. our last one. We have our speed summaries. Oh. So last time we did this, I went through, um, I was at my par- parents' house and I went through our collection of DVDs and picked out a select number of DVDs and added them to a randomizer wheel. This time I went through my letterbox account and I picked movies from a various time periods, various genres um, that we both have that I can confirm we have both seen. I ended up picking 50 movies and putting them on a randomizer for endless opportunities, you know? So there's 50 on there, there's 50 options. I didn't tell Hannah what they were ahead of time. And I also wanted to put a bunch so that way I couldn't like start thinking Remember, about yeah. um, summaries. So that way I would kind of also make sure I'm going in blind. This is something that we started in a variety hour in the past that actually yes. is, it led to us doing our summaries. Yeah. So we uh, we really liked this one last time when we did yeah. our variety hour. So, all right. So we have fifty option is a very very thin slivers on this um, randomizing wheel. So 
click to spin. It's spinning. And our first movie is 21 Jump Street. Ooh, okay. Our first movie is 21 Jump Street. So okay. I cannot remember the name of um, Channing Tatum's character. Uh, Schmidt and... Jenko, Jenko. Okay, because I had Schmidt and I was like, Jenko. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I... More, I can barely see this. Let me try to turn on a little bit of another light because I can't see it. I can't see without my glasses. <clears throat> when two clearly adult undercover cops pretend to be high schoolers to find the source of a new drug strain, all hell will break loose. Schmidt, previously a loser, finds himself popular, and Jenko, who was popular, is now the outcast. As Korean Jesus looks on, parties will be thrown, children, oh, sorry, chickens will explode, and dicks will be shot off <laughs> as they must work together to save prom. Yes. Magic Mike and Moneyball team up in this remake of a classic show. Two cops go to high school, which as you can imagine, leads to inappropriate relationships, house parties, and drugs. There's Captain Marvel, Brother Franco, and Aaron from The Office. But don't worry, they won't be finger-popping each other's assholes anytime soon. <laughs> I couldn't remember the line. I was trying to think what that was, and I couldn't think of it. I was just like, he's like, stop doing that thing with your tongue. He's like, all right, actually, you can keep doing that. Oh, oh did I forget God. to mention that Slim Shady accidentally shoots a man's dick off? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, I can't believe I forgot. I was trying to think what that line yeah. was, and then I ended up popping each other's assholes. assholes. All right. Are you ready for our next selection? Mm-hmm. All right. Spinning. 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 Oh, excellent. This movie, you have certainly seen. The movie selected, Hannah, is What a Girl Wants. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I am done. Okay, I am also done. Okay, you are up first this time. Yes. <clears throat> when Amanda Bynes decides she's tired of not knowing her father, she goes on a quest to Europe to find him. Him being the marvel that is Colin Firth. She soon discovers that in order to be a part of his life, she must change who she is as a person. In this Cinderella-esque film, we must always remember, as my childhood crush says... Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. <clears throat> Viola Hastings isn't your average American teenager. Growing up in New York she d with her mom, she one day decides to sneak away and travel to London where her, her absent DILF dad, Mr. Darcy, is royalty. As she adjusts to a life much different and more uptight than her own, Daphne must choose if she's willing to change or stand out and miss her father-daughter dance one more time. Such a shame. Just, I know. Uh, let's do one more. Yeah, we can do one more. Okay. All right. Our movie, Hannah, is Footloose. Ooh, the Footloose. original. 
the original, yes. Okay, I am ready. Okay, uh, who starts? I think it's me this time. Okay. Because you started first last time for what a girl yes. wants. Okay. <clears throat> Kick up your Sunday shoes and prepare to spend your life disappointed that every school dance isn't like this one. Kevin Bacon moves to a very backwards Midwest town where dancing, and maybe music, I can't remember, is banned. As it's the 80s and a pastor gets to dictate how everyone lives in a singular town. He's a gymnast who get, who's got moves and he'll smoke, drink, and not accidentally fall down a cliff as he tries to bring this town out of the patern- out of, oh sorry, as he tries to bring this town out of puritanical times to a killer soundtrack. Yes. Okay. As everyone knows, dancing is a sin. No one told Kevin Bacon this, though, as he rolls into town as the new kid. Dancing is his passion, and he must figure out what to do in a passionless town. Because no, dancing is not okay, but certainly playing chicken with two tractors is. There is fun, heart, and a final dance scene that will make you wish you didn't have to be dry-humped by a sweaty teen on a school dance floor. <clears throat> also, why is this movie JT's, a.k.a. our mom's childhood? Uh, yeah. Because she couldn't go, yeah, she my couldn't mom go, couldn't see, go uh, see Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever because her dad was a pastor. Yeah, because it was dictated that the Lutheran Church couldn't go. It was banned. It was a banned movie. She was not allowed to go see Saturday Night Fever because uh, it was determined that it was it was uh, uh, too sexual. Inappropriate. You know? Inappropriate. Too much skin. But all her friends got to see it. I know. Too bad. But, uh, yeah, I was trying to think of a way to work in that tractor, um, the tractor scene, and I couldn't do that. But I was like, I had to sprinkle in that little hot rod reference, you know. I appreciated that. Yeah. So. Okay. So now we rank our four sections that we did. Which, for a refresher, was the letterbox movies, we had the speed ranking, we had the news articles, and then we had the uh, quick summary. Okay. I'm ready. All right. I, was, I yeah, I was say I have no idea who started. I just want to say yeah. that I think as a collective, this is our strongest group of four we've done. I think so. I think so. Like the first one was a little iffy. Yeah. The first uh, time we did it, we ran into some trouble. We but. did with the word association. That one was police. A, <laughs> we're like, ooh, police, and we're like, ooh, this is not yeah. the right time. Okay. To do that. Um, one. I enjoyed all of these. Yeah. Number four, I went with news articles just because I thought, like, it's fun. Um, I don't know how often we could do it. I mean, you can always find new news articles, but it was fun, and I think it was nice to do something different. I had a fun time looking for them, too. Yeah, I also put the news, the headline news articles as number four as well. Yeah, I think it was fun. I think, like, just as a one-off, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be something we needed to do that often, but... I think yeah. it was it was fun to look for them um, as well, just to find, like, ridiculous things. Yeah. Number three, I went with speed ranking. I always really like speed rankings. I think they're fun. They never really get old to me, and there's so many different categories you can do. And I also think it's a cool way to do what we do, because normally we spend so much time and, like, effort into these rankings, and it's nice just to, like, not think about it and just go off your gut. Um, So number three, I had the quick summaries. So I really like this one. I think it's really fun. I think 
this specific time I think was less good than our last time we did mm-hmm. it just solely based on the movies that we got which right. that's it's a random so it's you're gonna get what you're gonna get so I still really like it though I will I do want to do it in the future because I do think yeah. it's fun to write quick summaries um but in this particular time I think it's was third for me yeah I um I did quick summaries as number two um I agree with you I think that it's always fun but it really does depend on the movies you get I think the last time we did it we just got a really good group of movies we did I mean we did um and so it's kind of like the material you have to work with but I I enjoy the creative aspect that we get by doing that yeah so number two I um have the letterbox um because I think it was very fun especially for the first time doing it I think um it was fun to look at summaries like Mm -hmm. reviews people had written and then try to like formulate it to where I think someone could potentially get it based on what it's written um so it was fun to see like which ones were immediately people could get right away and which ones kind of took a little more extra time just Mm -hmm. a little more words to get to or didn't at all yeah but that was it was fun it was a fun new one to do yeah, number one, I actually went with Letterboxd. I think maybe because it was new. And also, I just had a really fun time finding them. It was fun just to read um, things people Just wrote. to read the stuff that people said. Some of these movies yeah. I picked, it was like insane what people were putting in these yeah. reviews. Um, so it was fun to read the reviews. Uh, there was a review from um, Treat Ray That Doesn't Two where it was like, less horny than the first, although the dog does hump <laughs> Carmen Electra. And I was like, what? My God, yeah. But yeah, so it was just, it was fun to read the reviews. Um, and it was fun to pick ones that I thought would, wouldn't give it away, but would give you enough context. Yeah. I think at the end, it is fun to see like what people decide to write. Like, right. I remember um, we at work watched Agent Cody Banks one time. Mm-hmm. And the reviews for that movie are wild. Yeah. Like, because people are like, this is so inappropriate. Like, I didn't remember it being this inappropriate. Like, the the adult agent is hitting on, like, teenage boys. And it's, like, really uncomfortable as an adult. Um, But, yeah, so number one, I put speed ranking. I always love speed ranking. I think it's fun because it's... um, it can be as impersonal or personal as you want it to be. Like, you can do anything. Like, anything that can be ranked, you can make it a category. So I think it's really fun to both do them and to make them for other people. So, yeah. It's number one. It's always fun. Always like it. Nice. Great. Good times. All right. Well, that is Variety Hour. Yes. Done our first of the year, as Hannah said. First Um, and our last. uh, Yeah, I don't know word in case we unless we decide to do one at the end of the year which i don't think we would i don't think so because we have it all planned out but yeah (laughs) but you know it's possible um but yeah if you want to follow us we have instagram we have a twitter for now i don't know we'll see twitter's kind of yeah it's got some problems we might might not we might not really use twitter as much but but we have um we have letterbox so feel free to follow us on letterbox i have been updating um our account as we have watched new movies so anytime we'll watch new movies we'll i'll make sure to add them um we also have a gmail uh, r3podcast at gmail.com uh feel free to let us know if you have any questions comments concerns um i'd love to hear them uh, if they're positive what was the what was the one where we were like please if you do not send us your feet or something oh don't send us your feet pictures your feet pics we don't yeah, want those we do not don't want send, feet yeah don't it send still us is those. true in 2023 we don't want but those. 
if you love Pixar's uh, Cars 2, please yeah, let us let know. Because we're still looking for someone out there who's still waiting that's for that their, person. Yeah, we're still waiting for that person. Have that as their top Pixar movie. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back soon with a new episode. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. And we'll have a few more episodes planned for the rest of the year. So look forward to those as well. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. There's a sadness in me, Hannah. There's a sadness in all of us. Yeah, there is a sadness in all of us.